Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. And I couldn't help but wonder, is it me or is it just timing? And everyone else is just a fucking little asshole who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and just missing out on me. And they're going to miss out on something that's really special just because they're little okay, I, I don't know the rest just... of the song, Curly. Oh. Well, can I still pretend to be Carrie and run across the street and let the wind blow in my curls? Sure. Yay! Get, Get in, in here! here. My name is Curly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to the, the Super Secret Bestie Club Podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things. Yeah, like secrets that are super. That's what it is. In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendship, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets. Get in here! It's like this. It's like this. I wasn't allowed to see Sex in the City. You know what? I never really understood it either, to be honest. I wasn't a big Sex in the City fan. I didn't say I understood it. I said I never was allowed to see it. I didn't understand it, but I, I really like would try to, and I'm older than you, and I would try to watch, and I really just, I just, it just, uh, no, it didn't. Uh, mm. Exactly what just happened to my head right now is what used to happen to me when I would watch the show. Like, I couldn't understand. It doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up. Is what I've heard, but I wouldn't know because I didn't watch it then. I didn't watch it now. I don't know. I did watch. I did try watching the new, and just like that, and just like that, and I was like, "Ooh, it's a little painful to watch." But my mom is obsessed with Sex in the City, and um, this Sex in the City theme, our intro, we got inspired because we heard this thing about the yellow cap theory, but we we're also thinking about like, you know, the whole thing of right person wrong time kind of idea so like and do men really just marry for convenience Ooh. well the whole thing is like rooted in the topic is really like you know here we are today to talk about 
do men marry for convenience? And it really brought up kind of this thing that uh, a character named Miranda, which if you're listening, I'm sure you know everybody knows Miranda, um, on the show Sex in the City says, um, I'm going to read this quote. It's not fate. His light is on. That's all. Men are like halves. When they're available, their light goes on. They awake one day and decide they're ready to settle down, have babies, whatever. And they turn their light on. Next woman they pick up, boom, that'll be the one they marry. It's not fate. It's dumb luck. And so it brings up this topic of like, I I agree completely. I really do think that when it comes to finding relationships and love, it is all about timing. It is all, I think this is real. What do you think? It makes me angry. Oh, same. It makes me absolutely angry. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm like, really? Like, really, are Juana? You really, really, Juana? Are you really that like... <laughs> You you have to have all of your shit together in order to fall in love. Like, I mean, I get it, but it's also like, why don't we figure it out together? Like, yeah. I don't know. It It's just... It's annoying. I've heard a lot of men actually use that excuse. I've had that excuse used on me before where they're I've like... I've heard it before, yeah, yes. Yeah, where they're like, I just want to get my shit together before I can kind of get involved with you. Um, Karina, have you heard that before? I'm interested to know if our... Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I just want to get my shending out there. I'm like, oh my God. Like you have your shit together. And I just don't feel like I'm ready for it. I don't, I don't feel like I'm ready for is you. That, it's like Is that how it goes? Because I've had that's literally what they said to me. I literally have been told that several times. I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for you. Like you you deserve more. You deserve for someone to Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I want that to be you. And I know you want that to be. Yeah, it's like they have a script. (laughs) It's like they have a freaking. Like, are they all meeting somewhere underground, like Fight Club? And they're just like, okay, what are we going to say to get out of this? Because ultimately, they just, they don't. Uh, we'll get into this later. But I'm just like, they just don't like you enough. They just don't like you. I do feel like I've experienced clearly uh men saying that to me and being like i'm just not ready for you i'm not ready for this sort of commitment or whatever this level and i i also have been there i also have been the one that's like i'm not ready for this but i do think that i'm still like i think it's different too because it depends on like how old you are almost like if you're a 20 year old and you're like truly i'm just not ready i can't get mad at a 20 year old for being like i'm not ready and it's like thank you for telling me but also like how long have you been thinking about this and also like why do you i don't it is just like i don't i'm like am i missing something like am i dumb like i don't know i don't know if i have been in a relationship where I haven't been ready. I've been in a relationship where they haven't been ready. Probably every single relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because they will say like, oh, I, I want to wait until I have X, Y, Z together. Or comparing me to them, which I understand when your partner is like, you're very, your lives blend. But obviously sometimes there's one person who is a little farther along than you. And maybe you feel insecure. But it's like... That is your responsibility. It's like in a partnership, I want to inspire each other. I want to grow with each other. It's not for you to compare yourself and think that you're not ready for me because of our life. Like, but I, but then again, it's like, I understand if, if it's like major 
things where they need to grow up actually yeah i mean look i think that you're right sometimes i always tell you that i heard somewhere that men are actually five years behind so whatever age they are you have to like subtract five um it's it's also like they say like whatever however tall they tell you whatever height they are however long their dick is you have to subtract an inch (laughs) true 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 true. i was standing in the mirror with somebody that i was dating and we were like hugging i was like how tall are you and he's like 511 and i'm like okay yeah okay 511 okay i'm so dead i look i know a lot of guys do that i don't do that Anyways, um, I will say that I do know that me, myself, I have had experiences where I truly, number one, though, I know that I wasn't ready now, but I didn't know that then. I didn't know that I wasn't ready for them at that point because you know I just, you're so right. I didn't hold, I didn't have the emotional um, capacity. I didn't have the knowledge and you don't know what you don't know, right? Until you get older and you look back. So I do feel like um, it's hard because sometimes you are, you do see somebody and you do see their potential and you go, oh, this could work out so beautifully and so wonderfully. But then they give you that line of like, I need time and I need to do this and da 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 da. And you're like, and I've heard a lot of people say this. And I've actually said this in one of my relationships where I was like, I know you have a lot of stuff to figure it out, but I want to be there with you. I also have a lot of stuff to figure out too, but I would rather us figure these things out together. I want to move forward together. Why can't we do it as a unit? Exactly. Like, but then it comes down to, they just don't like you enough. But then you see them with somebody else who d- requires much less than you require And I've seen this so many times where they will date people. And I'm not saying this like below them or whatever, but either super younger, younger than them who are just getting their lives together Mm -hmm. or somebody who they can't get intimidated by. Every single person that I, I, yeah, I have been with. And maybe this, this has been that kind of situation where maybe it's not like that they're not ready for me or I'm not ready for them, but just they can't handle the environment of what I'm doing, which is a lot. Yeah. They will go find someone who has a more chill job or is not in the limelight. And if that's what you want, that's cool. But it's like, I know when we were together, like you, you were shining, you were glowing. I was glowing. I was shining and we were shining together and somewhere along the way, we lost the glimmer. Yeah. And it all boils down to, like, intimidation with careers and everything. Because sometimes love or attraction is not enough. Because your ego gets in the way. And your insecurities get in the way. Yeah. So, so you know, I, was, I would complain about... My, I had a partner where I would complain about certain things that he would do. And... Um, uh, somebody told me like, oh, you're worried about those things. You don't like him enough. And they were right, right? Because in uh, other relationships, I was willing to overlook things, you know, because I was like, well, I like them and da 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 And it became less about like, well, what is it? Do you, are you, do you not, you know, fuck with these certain things over here? Or was your taxi light just not on at the time? And I really think that it was more about timing, I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate. 
because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time Podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I think that for me, though, it comes down to, you know me, you know me, Maya, like because I love love so much and because I'm always I ask a lot of questions whenever I find out that you're in a relationship. Oh, my God, don't even don't leave me alone with them because I have so many questions. I want to understand how it works. What are the dynamics? What are the things? How did it work? How did you get into it? Where did you meet each other? How is it that you guys have been together for so long? How did it how'd you do it? Um, And so I came up with my theory where it's kind of like um uh, three things that I think make for the taxi like to go on, right? And the first one is convenience. Like, I really think it goes down to like, how close do they live next to you? Do they work next to you? Are they your friend? Are they your friend's friend? Are they your cousin's friend? Is it somebody that comes to the house? Is it somebody in the neighborhood? Like, how convenient is it for them to slip into your into your life? Right. Mm. And then, like, I feel like a lot of men will look at girls and be like, oh, well, I'm really busy. And da, da, da. And then maybe she works there. Maybe she lives next door and she's like, oh, I'll come over and do this. Da, da, da. Maybe she's a coworker. Uh, yeah. Like I said, that like, then yeah, maybe she's in the five mile radius on your Tinder. Exactly. And then it comes down to compatibility. And I think compatibility, sometimes people think that it's like, oh my God, we like the same things. I don't think it's just that. I think it goes down to like, yes, do you like the same things? But like, do you kind of have an agreement in where you're going in terms of career and goals? Like, um, is it compatible? Like, are you like, I want to be the president. And are you like, I guess I'm down to be the president's wife, right? Like, do are you compatible sexually? Like, are you compatible mentally, financially? That's kind of a given. That's what everybody is looking for. Like, are we compatible, babes? But then the last one is how well does your trauma play with each other? Because if you like to be dominant and you like to be the one that um, 
is the one that's in control and da da da, da. Sorry, that's my dog. Um, and you want to be the one that has in power, you might want to date a puppy. And then a puppy comes along and is actually like, they have their own or trauma. Mouse. Or a mouse. A little mouse. You know? Who needs to be taken who care needs of. To, who likes to take care of. Who likes to serve. Because that is what their thing is. And so then you go, I don't have that trauma. I, my trauma is that I don't want somebody to have power over me. And so you won't get that compatibility in that way. So it's the convenience, it's the compatibility, and then how well does your trauma play along with each other? And if you have all those top three, then there you go. I'm sure you have a wonderful relationship. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Fuck you guys. <laughs> enjoy your trauma. Um, your enjoy trauma your bonding. trauma bonding, bitch. <laughs> I have... I don't need anyone like I, I don't need to be taken care of because I can take care of myself. I want to share all the things I want to share care. I want to share these things. But I think the reason why a lot of the people that I've dated, like they want someone to take care of or be taken care of. And I just have never saw that as like something that was like. I wanted to do, I mean, I want to take care of someone like, you know, but I think when I see somebody getting together with someone who needs who's codependent on them, I'm like, Ooh, I'm like, doesn't that take a toll on you? But that is also something that you want to do is take care of someone. So that also is a part of your love yeah. uh, contract yeah. is to take care of like, that can't be me. That won't be I me. I literally will have looked at like some of my past partners, new partners and I look at them and they are sweet men. They are sweet. You know, I'm like, yeah, I can see how that's your boyfriend, but I can also see why I was the one that you chose. Like, yeah. I, I'm not, um, I kind of, my mom for me has always been kind of like inspirational in a lot of ways, because I think that, you know, despite kind of the household that we grew up in, my mom, no se dejaba too much. Do you know what I mean? Like I look at her sisters, my tias who like, it's kind of funny, but, you know, they like to have the last word, right? And I kind of, in a non-toxic way, I'm like, I'm not going to let a man, like, think that just because I'm smaller, they're taller than me, or they're the this, or they're the that, have this control over me. So, yo tampoco, yo no me dejo. And so, I feel like that has been the thing that I look at these other gay men that end up dating my partners is that they will make them that plate. They will serve. I, you know, okay, when you're dating somebody... Do you make them a plate of food when you go to a party and serve them? I would. I don't think about doing that. Like it doesn't it doesn't register in my brain. I would. I, I would be like, do you want a plate? That's just because that's what my nani has taught me to do. Not not like you have to do this, but like I would want to do it for my dad to get you older, you know? Like I but I asked my mom too. I get both my parents a plate. But yeah, if it's somebody, I feel like a lot of my love language is acts of service. So I, I will, I will do that. I like to take care of people. Like, you know, if it's love, but not a codependent. I won't think to do that. Kind of I won't think to do that. I literally was in one of my boyfriend's showers and I was looking around and I noticed that all the soaps and everything was his, like he owned everything. And I was like, oh, I don't have any soaps in here. Like, oh my God. Like I started to panic. Like, where's my stuff? Where do I live? Where's my shower? Where's my thing? And not because I felt like this couldn't be ours, but I were, I have my, my trauma involves somebody having power over me. I feel like I'm a wild horse and I'm like, don't you put a saddle on me. Me too. Like, I'm like, no, ride with me. Like, can ride we be free me. horses yeah, together? Let's like, 
Don't ride me, ride with me. Okay, what does ready mean? Like, what is what does it mean when someone's like, I, I, I'm just not ready? Like, is it that they're not feeling ready in their career? They're not feeling ready? What Like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, do, it. Do, the Miley, do the Miley impression that I love. What does it mean? What does it mean? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I remember, it's been a while since I pulled that out. Sorry. Remember there was a time when you would do that and I would just giggle like a baby. I'm like, what does it mean? I'm like, do what it again. <laughs> now ah! we just like sit there and giggle. <laughs> I mean, what does it mean? What, 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 what does it mean to you? I, like I said, I feel like they just don't like you that much. That they're not willing to, like, figure it out with you because they just don't, <laughs> they don't like you that much. Sorry, I just saw how you spelled intimidation in our outline. <laughs> I've been trying. No, you spelled that. You spelled that. That's Is you. That I've been me? trying to fix it. No. That's you. <laughs> Bitch, that's you. It says intimidation. In- so now we're making fun of my dyslexia. <laughs> oh my God. If that was me. Wow. Intimum- Intimimation. <laughs> what a hater. I would it never does. put AKA. We, for those of you listening, we have an outline that Maya and I write out about what we want to talk about and ideas that come to our heads so we don't forget. So my line is, I think it's bull. And then Maya's is intimidation. <laughs> you see, like, I don't put these these things like this you know when i've written an outline it looks different yeah, yeah, yeah. there's bullet points like don't don't AKA, don't give me like they that they just don't like you that much okay do you say aka i don't say no oh well Sometimes. <laughs> anyway so for, okay for me i think it's bull i just feel like um it's a little bit of a cop-out like to say like i'm just not ready i'm just not there like it feels a little bit of a cop out in terms of, you know, even with your dreams and your goals, if you're like, you want to do this, I don't know, I'm not ready. Like, no one's ever ready. Just go for it. Like, oh, I want to have a baby. I want to do this. No one's ever ready. Just do it. Just see what happens. Shoot your shot. Go for it. It's scary. If you say I'm scared, that's different. That's a different thing where you're like, I'm a little scared of this. And then you can work through it. You're pointing at me. It's because they want to find something better or less something something that doesn't because i feel like it they go into fight or flight mode where they get triggered by us and i'm not saying like they get triggered by us because we're so perfect and we're so whatever like i have been triggered by some people and i have been wanting to escape and leave them sometimes because i can't handle how intense the energy is it hasn't been because i'm not ready it's just because i'm i'm like i don't want to i don't want to deal with this with this person yeah i'd rather go find somebody else who doesn't make me feel this way but am i making you feel this way or is that unresolved trauma but then also too like, like you kind of have to talk to i also feel like how awkward it's hard because if you're with somebody and you're like, is it my unresolved trauma or am I just not feeling well? I don't feel well. Nobody can make you feel anything unless you allow them. But it does go back to what we've talked about before. Like, try on the love. Try on the relationship. See how you feel. If it's not a good fit, it's okay. And that's the other thing, too. Like, you also have to be honest for with yourself as well. Because if you're the person who's saying, I'm just not ready, maybe you are just not ready. And that's okay. You can deal with the consequences or you can deal with the fact that you, will, you might miss out on somebody. But what's that saying like uh shit or get off the pot shit or get off the pot yeah like you know <laughs> if you feel like that you have an incredible person and you're just not ready it's also okay to be vocal and be like hey like you're a phenomenal person it's not me 
such an ugly term. That's such an ugly, like, shit or get off the pod. Yeah, because it's also, like, I'm not going to shit. I'm scared now. You're bullying yeah, me. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes I do be sitting there, too, and I don't, I'm not really shitting. I'm just sitting there on TikTok or Instagram. Have we regretted anyone? Do we have one that got away? Uh, you go first. Oh, I wrote a whole paragraph because I got a little triggered when we were. Yeah, I what what was the line that I had to say to you that I was like, I'm like, I'm going to ask you to take yourself out of this conversation. I'm like, we take yourself out of this. <laughs> I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles, because life happens, baby. But you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Which is so Aries. <laughs> it's so Virgo to be like, okay, take yourself out and of this I conversation. And I did it, but yeah. I received yeah. it and I did it, right? And I calmed down. <laughs> so... That was a great... I was like, I'm going to need you to take yourself out of this conversation for a second. That was a great, like, healing. <laughs> like, we've come a long way to be able to defuse... You diffused me so much. <laughs> That's one of my special powers, is being able to diffuse. I was seeing red and you're like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fire um, and the smoke was starting and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> With the fan, you're like, hold on, wait, wait, wait a second. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I had to breathe for a second, huh? I had to, like, because, like, the one that got away, like, I have a really big thing with regret, and I'm working on it through therapy because there's certain people in my life that I feel like have treated me, I have allowed them, and my experience of them is that 
they have treated me in a way that was disrespectful or treated me like an underdog or not worthy enough. And I just let it happen back then. And I didn't stick up for myself. And I always seek, I, I would seek validation from them because I did not feel validated in myself or felt like I was enough to validate myself. So I feel like I can't trust myself a lot of the times with decisions because I don't know if I'm right or not. And this is like in the past, but like, you know, it'll, it'll still trickle down now. So I think I get really hard on myself for the way I acted back then in those relationships. Mm. So I will regret my actions towards them. Mm. I will regret like, and I'm trying not to blame anyone for anything because it, I'm, I don't, need a sorry or an apology or anything or any 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 closure to start my healing like that's the biggest thing that i've learned what i need is to find the self-soothing in in like whatever is triggering me so like it's like i don't know if they're actually the one that got away because if they were the one I feel like what meant what is meant for me wouldn't give me up so easily, mm-hmm. you know, or like I, I like what is meant for you will not miss you. That is what I believe. And I have to believe that as a coping mechanism, mm-hmm. because if I don't, I will cling on to them, me thinking that they are the one and it's just not the right time right now. And yet they're with they're in a whole other fucking relationship mm-hmm. You know, probably going to get married or something like, I don't know, you know, like, and I can't think like that. So out of safety, like, I can't be thinking like if I have one that got away because it angers me because I'm like, they if they were the one for me, they wouldn't, like I said, give me up as easily. Like, and they did not like me that much. And if they wanted to, they would, which I know that thing is like discrediting yourself and like, yes, they did care for you. Yes, they did love you. But for me, I'm like, but it wasn't enough. That's that's point blank. I have to accept that because yeah. I have a trouble with acceptance. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard. I mean, that's me. we had a really deep conversation, too, because we went deep because it was like, well, how I, you know, I had to be like, my like people will show up in different ways, like just because they don't we said like perform grand gestures doesn't mean that they don't love you or doesn't mean that they're not chasing or that they're not in pain or all these different things. And that's why things were getting kind of deep and heavy because we were like, um, people love differently. People have different boundaries. People have different ways of expressing that and, um, uh, going for things in different ways. Like for me, um, I also have the same thing where I look back and I go, did I fuck up? Did I mess up? You know, could I have been better? And I do have these moments of being like, oh, I wish this partner would have met this version of me. Yes. You know, yes. oh, I wish that that partner that I had at this time would could could have shown up now with everything that I have learned. But then I have to believe also, I'm not really an impulsive person, if I'm honest. Like, I'm very, like... I think about things for a while. I think uh, in one, my, one of my past relationships, I actually took almost, I think, close to six months of therapy before I made the decision that we should separate. Um, and even then I didn't handle it correctly. I didn't break up with them in, in an appropriate way. Um, but I didn't like do it because I was like, I don't know. And I didn't, and I can't deal with this. It was like months of back and forth with therapy of different tactics of trying to find the way of how I could continue to exist in um, this relationship. So I don't necessarily have partners that I go, they're the ones that got away, but I do have partners that I go, 
I wish I could have been better to them. I I wish I could have shown up differently for them. I wish I could have been at times a more pleasant experience. And I hope that their memories of me are not uh, riddled with um, uh, bad moments or toxicity. I hope that they also, in the same way that I remember them and think of them so highly and love on them, I hope that they also reciprocate that same energy on me as well. Although I will say that I selfishly, my petty side, because you know, I always tell you I have my petty side and then I have like my like right. higher spirit side. My higher spirit side is like, you know, it wasn't meant to be and that's okay. We weren't aligned spiritually at the time or our frequency and that's okay. There's somebody who is more aligned with me. There is somebody who is more aligned with you. And I hope that the lessons that we learned with each other will be for the better of the relationships that we are now in. The petty side of me is like, oh, I hope you regret it every single moment. Oh, I hope you lose sleep. I hope you. I hope you always watch my story. Yeah, I hope you look at me and you under go, a finsta. Damn, he is looking. He is looking fine as fuck. And my little potato over here is like, I chose the potato. I chose the one that you know, whatever. And nothing wrong with the potato, but I'm just saying, like, you could have had, you could have had this sweet potato, and not the regular ones. Crinkle fries, crinkle cut. You could have had the crinkle cut sweet potato, but I don't really like sweet potato fries. If I'm honest with you, I like the regular potatoes. And now for our astrology section. Okay. <laughs> um, Maya, which sign do you think tends to have bad timing? Um, I think Aries a lot. I think fire signs because we're so impulsive. And we don't think things through all the time. So for me, I think I, a lot of my regrets have been like literally just being like, well, what are we? Well, what are we doing? Well, what's happening? Well, what's what, you know, like, so just, and, and I think I'm trying to like forgive myself on that. And I think that's why I get so emotional sometimes when I talk about this topic (laughs) (laughs) Uh is, is because like I, and you know, I still have so much love for baby Aries, Maya, in my 20s, because she did exactly what she wanted to do, and I would not be here without her, and I would have not learned through those impulsive decisions, like, sometimes they were good and sometimes they weren't, but I think they were, but maybe they were actually good timing, you know, because... Nobody else was was saying anything, so I was the one yelling from the rooftops. What are we doing? What does Do you want to be my boyfriend? Well, do you want to be my boyfriend? No. My dog just ran over when you started yelling. Sorry. <laughs> She's shaking her booty now. Um, I feel like which signs tend to have the worst timing for me is I would say water signs in my life it has been water Mm -hmm. signs that have had the you know misfortune of finding me a little bit unhealed and i i honestly will give water the water signs in my life a lot of credit for teaching me how to be soft again you know like i have a scorpio moon Mm -hmm. and i think that you know a lot of my past partners have been cancers and they have kind of taught me to like embrace those emotions and they know i think they saw it like there's a lot in there it's really intense and it's actually okay to embrace it um i think they had bad timing i also think that speaking for myself as a virgo i feel like i tend to have bad timing with a lot of the men that i meet because 
I kind of expect them to be uh, mentally in a space where some it's kind of weird. I feel like I sound like such a narnar baby right now, but like, you know, kind of like where I'm at mentally, where I'm fulfilled in different ways, right? Like I'm fulfilled through beautiful relationships with my friends and my family. I'm fulfilled in, you know, enjoying the mundane and the beautiful moments all around me. I'm not necessarily like um, thinking about partying or or going to bars or clubs or um, I think that, and I feel like a lot of gay guys are super into the party life. I just asked this guy to hang out the other day. I was like, do you want to grab breakfast? And he was like, oh, well, I might be hungover from the night before. And I just was like, oh, I don't think that we're not to judge him in any sort of way, but I'm like, I don't want to date somebody who's in their late thirties, who's still planning uh, around his hangover. Oh. Yeah. I think earth signs have like, you guys are a little slower in moving uh and your timing is is like i'm like come on hurry up what is it what is it like you already know just say it like what 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 <laughs> and air signs i feel like air signs i feel like really do think about their decision they are impulsive too but i feel like they actually have good timing i think aquarius when they're really ready for things, they will go for yeah. it, even though they they feel like they're not really ready yeah. for it. They'll they'll do it anyway because, like, what better time than now? Yeah, I like, agree. I just want to get it over. That's with. what I love about air signs too. That they really take chances. They take leaps. That's like Aquarius. I love that Gemini, Libra. Like they really just go for these opportunities. They are um, a little to move their life absolutely. forward. Absolutely, and I and I admire that as well. Um, and sometimes they do fall on bad timing. Sometimes they're a little bit ahead of their time. Sometimes they jump the gun Ooh. too quickly. I do feel like fire signs, fire signs definitely jump the gun. It's like crazy how I'm like, what do you mean? Like, how did you do that? How did you not think about it like thoroughly? Like, how did you not? What do you mean? Oh, we thought about it thoroughly. It just is like we can't hold it in much longer like it has to come out and it's going to come out because either the other person is not saying what they really want or what they whatever so you have to say it and loud i feel like i think compared <laughs> to the earth sign maybe it's more of like a tortoise movement right it's a little bit more like slow and steady we're going to figure it out the timing might be bad because we're just not aligned but i think that when it comes to the thing that i love about fire signs and air signs is the the impulsiveness, it, it is something that I admire, but it, I think that it's also kind of like at the detriment sometimes of, oh, for you sure. know, their own experiences and what they can, um, if they had just taken a beat in a moment. I'm too sensitive for this. <laughs> Look, by the way, you know, two of my past partners were Leo Moons and the Leo Moons, girl. Um, but Leos are different. Leo Moons? Chloe? Yeah, of course they won't. Sorry, my dog is Chloe. Leave her alone. She's blind. <laughs> Sorry, Chloe's sniffing the other dog, and the other dog is Chloe's blind. Chloe's a dog. Yeah, they're dogs. Chloe, back up. Leave her alone. She can't see anything. Well, that concludes our <laughs> astrology portion. <laughs> Keep that in. Keep that in. <laughs> well, Maya, how do you plead? Um. 
Um, it, this is, it's complex, but then it's also not complex. I think it is something that is, I, I hope one day will not be as triggering as it still is for me. Um, but I think it has a lot to do with our own perception of where we think that we need to be and where we think, uh, yeah, it, where we think we need to be in order to be deserving of love. Like, I feel like that's kind of what it comes down to. Um, and you know, I, I do respect when people say, and they're honest that they're not ready and they will let you go. Absolutely. Um, but don't stick around, block me, block me. I don't want to see you. <laughs> if you're not ready for me, then I'm not ready. I don't, I don't that want is, anyone that who's is not Maya's ready for advice me. for everything, by the way. She's like, how have you not blocked that person yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to block me. Maya's always like, block. Oh, you're, I, you have to block me. I, I thought that. Or, no, I block them. I block them too, but I will unblock them. But you have to block me. I don't want to see you around. I don't want to see you're doing well. I don't want to see you're doing bad. I don't want to see you. Like, you're not ready for me. So, whatever. Bye. Block me. I think that for me, one of the things that you have <laughs> to kind of think about in terms of your life is you have to believe that you really are on your own path, right? We are all, as a, my favorite death doula says, we are literally all dying every single day. And so if you are fortunate enough to experience love and any sort of relationship and to have enjoyed it, enjoy it. If they are not willing to stay around, let them go. We will all kind of inevitably die alone, sadly, right? Or hopefully be surrounded by a lot of other people. Um, but I feel like as often as you can, try to not take it seriously. Don't take it personally. Somebody telling you that they're not ready for you has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Like the minute that if they were to say like, hey, I need you to do this, then maybe it has something to do with you a little bit. Like if I'm like, girl, please get it together. We got we have some things to do. But I feel like believing in divine time, believing in that you will find your person, you will be okay, um, really is the balm and the medicine when you're up at night wondering, did I fuck up you know and if you did it if you are the one that got away oh baby baby girl baby boy baby them live it up be the one that got away be the one thrive in it revel in it like pour into your own cup be the best version of yourself shine as bright as a diamond so that when they do look and they do go you don't care if they look at you you don't care if they look at you and go that's the one that got away you're you're living it up you're doing the thing <laughs> Maya. <laughs> Maya's like lip syncing to my um <laughs> I'm living it up. I'm doing the thing. I'm and living it Kermit, up. I'm doing as the Kermit thing. The frog said, Summer after high school when we first met, the one we are matching tattoos. The one in another life. Oh, Miss Piggy. Oh Piggy. Summer after high school when we first met. <laughs> well that's some goals well maya where can people find you <laughs> on social media you can find me at maya in the moment m-a-y-a in the moment anywhere where you scroll and you can find me at the curly v show on instagram and tiktok across all social media platforms um and also just you know give yourself some love it's fine it's fine babe take an uber it's a new day anyways it's 2023 you don't need a taxi you don't need a taxi guys you don't need his light to be on because you know what you're gonna hit a little button on your phone your light is on oh oh, huh? <laughs> oh my uber's here oh. Hi. my helicopter is here that's right
make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.